0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We're in Matthew chapter 8, down at verse 28 is where we're going to pick it up. And we're having another encounter here in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is one that we're familiar with. You've heard the account before. You've likely read it before. It's in, again, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And all three accounts are rather lengthy accounts. So I think we'll probably look at this over the next two or three episodes. Each one of them had insight into something. And we'll touch upon it when we get there. But there's so much to be learned. There's so much to be gleaned from this. Remember, Jesus had gotten in a boat was going over to the other side of the lake. They encountered winds, fierce winds and a storm, and Jesus got up and rebuked the wind and the sea, and everything became calm. So verse 28 picks it up. When Jesus came to the other side into the country of the Gadarenes, two men who were demon-possessed met him as they were coming out of the tombs. They were so extremely violent That no one could pass by that way. So let me just tell you a couple things that are going on here up front. And as we listen to these accounts the next couple of days, you'll see some stuff. Uh, Matthew tells us about two men that are demon-possessed greeting Jesus. Mark and Luke speak of one man. So you know what the people in the world, even people that profess to be believers, will say, Well, the Bible's inconsistent, the Bible's wrong, they can't get it right. No, no, no. They're all right. Matthew's talking about two men. Okay, Mark and Luke choose to focus on one man because they choose to focus on one man. Then they give insights into it. You see the same thing when the tomb is discovered to be empty, when Jesus is resurrected. One gospel mentions two angels. Another gospel talks about one angel. Well, it focused on what this one angel said to Mary. You know, it's the same type of thing. And so there's two men, according to Matthew, and there's two men here. They're demon-possessed, and they're coming out of the tombs. So they're in the tombs, and they are so extremely violent that no one could pass by that way. Nobody would even come by. And guess what? Jesus comes up on shore, and he's right there where they are. Verse 29, you think that's by happenstance? Nope. And they cried out, saying, What business do we have with each other, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time. Now, boy, that's some interesting things right there, okay? So that, that little phrase, what business do we have with each other, is actually a little Hebrew idiom, okay? And it's this, what is to us and to you? <laughs> Again, <coughs> what is to us and to you? In other words, what do we have to do with each other? Why are you even here, son of God? They knew who he was. Why are we, Why are you even here? Have you come to torment us before the time, and it's the time of judgment. This reveals some seriously good things here, folks. The demonic, they are aware that a time of judgment is coming. They know how this is going to end for them. And now they're accusing Jesus of coming there to torment them before the appointed time of judgment. Verse 30. Now, there was a herd of many swine feeding at a distance from them. So this right here actually gives us some insight into the area of the lake where they had gone over to the other side. It wasn't uh, a predominantly Jewish area. Well, how do I know that? Because the Jews would not have been raising swine. All right? Now, there were Jewish people all about, yes, yes, yes. But if there's a herd of swine here, that tells you a little bit about the populace. So there's a herd of swine feeding there, verse 31. The demons began to entreat Jesus, saying, If you're going to cast us out, send us into the herd of swine. They're asking Jesus, they're calling, literally the word means to exhort and encourage. Uh, perikaleo, the word is used a lot in the Scripture, often of the Holy Spirit and this kind of thing. They are asking, exhorting Jesus, saying, hey, if you're going to cast us out, then send us into the herd of swine. We're going to learn more in the other two Gospels about how this went down, that Jesus, what he had been saying to him, and stuff like that. And Matthew verse 32 tells us simply, and Jesus said to them, go, go. They knew that they had to do what Jesus told them to do. They knew that Jesus had all power and all authority over them. They were afraid that he was going to cast them into the dry places. Okay, in the dry places. See, these demons, these demonic things, they want to live within an organic thing. They prefer organisms, human beings, but they'll take a herd of swine, some type of organism. You see over in Paul's writings, in one of the letters of Corinth, to where he is talking about such things, and he says it's not the idol so much, and he's talking about a uh, an idol, like a, a, a piece of structure, something that somebody made out of wood or metal, something like that. He said it's not that idol that's the problem. The problem is the spirit associated with it, the demon associated with him. But they prefer organic matter, okay? So they say do this. Jesus says go. They came out. And went into the swine, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea, and perished in the water. <coughs> well, uh I bet you the demons didn't think of that, because they go in to this herd of swine. When they do, the swine go crazy. It's all sorts of funny things. This is the first case of deviled ham, <laughs> right? You know, that kind of thing. But it's true. They went crazy. They rushed down the steep bank, and they run into the sea, and they died in the water. The demons lost their organic matter right here, right? Well, you had herdsmen around here. Listen to what happened with this, verse 33. The herdsmen ran away, <laughs> Well you reckon. Can you imagine? Here you are, herd a herd of bunch of swine. Some folks pull up in the boat, and they're at a distance. It said here that they're at a distance. So they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's happening. They look over there. They see these two crazy guys that nobody messes with in the tombs right there. And all of a sudden, their swine go absolutely crazy. Well, then they start putting it together. They go up there and find out what's going on. When they find out what's going on, they run back to the city, verse 33, and report everything, including what had happened to the demoniacs. Well, what had happened to the demoniacs, verse 34, and behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they implored him to leave their region. So what had happened to the demoniacs? Well, the demons had come out of them. You know, we always call them demoniacs, but they're no longer demoniacs because the demons are out of them. And apparently, it happened to both of them because it says what had happened to the demoniacs in the plural. Okay. Now, like I said, in Mark and Luke, we're going to find out that he focuses, uh, the writers focus on one individual. And, And I love the phrase, we'll see it over in them. I think it's in Luke, where it said, when the townspeople come out, they see that man sitting at the feet of Jesus, fully clothed and in his right mind. You would think that they would rejoice over that. You would think. That they would be ecstatic over that. No, no, what does it say here in Matthew? When they saw him, when they saw Jesus, they implored of Jesus. They implored of him. What does that mean? They appealed to him again, it's the same word, parakaleo. we saw a while ago, to leave their region. They begged him and asked him to leave. Don't think that doesn't happen today, particularly among those who profess to be believers. When they see the Lord moving in this kind of power and in this kind of way, the first reaction is, we need to get this kind of stuff away from us. Will you please leave us? The scripture's got a phrase for that. It's called grieving the Holy Spirit. And we are told not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Okay? Tell you what, I'm going to leave it right there because I'm totally out of time but we're going to find out that they're asking him to leave. There's something really wild and really interesting and and very, very good that comes out of that, okay? So, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I will see you in the next episode.